beers and basics. Gonna throw it over to the intro lord. <laughs> Still on the Milton Mango. Self-taught, no lessons. <laughs> Someone asked me, I was uh, building this spreadsheet last night on subcontract diverse employee. And they were like, did you get trained in, in sheets? And I just like busted out the self-taught no lessons from the wedding singer. And we were both on the same page. If I said that to the wrong person, they would have been like, they probably don't get it. They don't get it. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. It's not okay. For those who don't know, that's Crowing and he's a massive movie buff. Yeah, but only movies from like the 90s. 97 to 2003. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that was peak movie era. And I know I'm biased because it was when I grew up, like during the 90s and early 2000s. I just feel like movies today are horrendous. Going into, I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio had a really good run when it was Shutter Island, Inception. Well, I feel like Leo's, Leo had Leo's a really Leo. good run yeah. in the movies and he's still having a good run just of life. You know? yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if his girlfriend's over 25, it's like expired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next. Psycho. That's uh, off to Leo. That's off to Leo. We love you, Leo. Uh, but referencing, um, yeah, I mean, peak movie time for me was old school. You know, like with so but, good. but then coming into I remember sitting and I guess it's it was at a stage where the internet wasn't leaking everything. Mm. So I remember sitting in a in a movie theater, which I loved going to movies and um and watching Wedding Crashes and when Will Ferrell comes out as <laughs> Chaz, like the whole movie theater just cracking up. So yeah, big big fan of that. Still watch those Living same movies Mom's today. Basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the love. We want it now. <laughs> Uh, anyway, school, Frank the Tank. Uh, we could go on forever. We but could. what we want to talk about today on can I say sorry to stop? Oh no, we haven't even introed yet. But if you are listening to this and and you are you not picking up what we're putting down, yeah, you need to go and like check yourself. Oh. You yourself. Just go back and watch the movies. You need to head down to your local blockbuster <laughs> <laughs> or Video Easy. Yeah, step back in time and get a VHS. Yeah, and if the DVD is scratched, you can take it back <laughs> and just get another one. Oh, the good old days. Uh, so we want to talk about today a bit more about sweat equity in your business and more specifically around working smarter and not harder. Yeah, last week I was really passionate. I'm still am passionate about talking sit about... Sit down, sit down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm peacocking. <laughs> uh, uh, last week I was talking about... Sorry, the peacock, the other guys, also fantastic movie. Um, Wahlberg, Feral. In the Prince. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, good. So good. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I'm a really big believer that the start of business, it's going to require a bit of you, you know, a bit of sweat. You've got to pour it in there. You're going to be the jack of all trades. You're going to be, as you put it, the CEO of everything. You're going to do a lot more than maybe you will in the future, and that's okay because there's, there's a cost of paying people, and maybe as you start, you can't afford that, so you absorb it. But there comes a point, so that, that's obviously, like I think that's a combination of working smart and hard, but it comes a point where we've got to work smarter, not harder. And, and that's what we want to discuss today because, and, and you could call it like a BCA, a business cost analysis, um, like, or you could call it an opportunity cost, and when, when I say opportunity, OC, an OC, OC. <laughs> I only uh, talk in acronyms okay. and strange '90s movie references, <laughs> and occasionally Sean Paul lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe Nelly as well. Maybe he might get a look in one day. I say her a lot in sessions. Uh, we get you a band aid for the next podcast. Yeah, I dressed up one day as Chingy. 
my mate's 21st party. No, the clock guy with the big clock. Anyway, <laughs> we, we, we digress again. Uh, talking about um, Easily distracted. the opportunity costs, right? So, so put it this way, if you're on the tours with two or three people or four to five people, and this you can reference this at any point of your business, it's, it's, um, it's going, am I in the best spot? Now, at, as you start, you've got to be in all spots. But as you grow, you've got to say, okay, if I can pay a bookkeeper 35 to $40 an hour, sorry, an administration person to come in full-time on that rate, and I can go out and earn $120 an hour, that's a big difference. And, a difference. and I love to say that tradies are untrained, uneducated, and unproductive in the office, because we are. Like, we're not trained in that area. And generally speaking, you will learn it, but starting out, you are staring at a screen. Um, you know, potentially two-figure typing away. Yeah. Killing, killing, mashing. On the, the typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like on the home phone, did it at four, did it at five. Like, that's what it's like. It's, it's, you are, you haven't upgraded to. Well, it's not in your wheelhouse, it's not in your skill set. Yeah. And it will be in your skill set uh, because that's got to be your skill set because as you grow the business, and I, I always like to reference, you know, your job as a business owner, eventually mm. you'll be in the finding work, keeping work. Now, this is, that's a session in itself, but don't forget about what's in your hand. Everyone wants the pie in the sky, but don't forget the pie in your hand. In other words, like everyone wants a client Maybe have a sausage roll and a pie. Maybe you got sauce on that. Don't forget the client that you currently have and the opportunity that's currently there with, with their uh, network or whatever. Um, so find work, keep work. Find staff, keep staff. Everyone wants to find staff, don't forget about the staff you've currently got, you know? Yeah. So it's the same thing. And then quotes, like chances are, uh, unless you've got an operations manager, you'll still be involved in that large quoting process. The small service and maintenance, ceiling fan jams, couple of GPOs here and there, or something straightforward, 100%, um, hand it over. And this is, I'd just love to, I'd love to hear you pitch quickly on, um, on your price book and how important. We help people set up price books from scratch Pricebook's basically establishing a price per point, flavor of materials, and just going bang. So quoting becomes an absolute. Well, it becomes really, it becomes uh, very efficient and fast. So uh, it's only applicable to some type of works, like let's preface that to begin with. Really uh, good lines of work for it is residential service and maintenance. Because um, you're either replacing or installing. 80% um, of properties are very, very similar. So it's very easy to get that information across uh, in a uh, managed number in a, in a price book. So it's to, to be like, right, it's going to take this long because it's predictable, it's measurable, it's all, all the sort of same. So we match that up with scripts as well so that we can just be like bang, 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 bang. And it gets sent out straight away. Creates a uh, lot of certainty, a lot of efficiencies, um, and you can get uh, quoting back to customers really quickly and you can get quoting off your chair so to speak onto your admin team 100 yeah. percent. well like you can even like simple like real basic sense of like i've printed out our price book i've got it in a four folder like if we're going old school i've got uh like a quote book as such and you just write it out for them and then you just take a photo of it and send it to them and then you can advance to electronic documents and ipads and things like that but let's be realistic if we're winding back a little bit and you're the CEO of everything and wearing all the hats, it's just another task. So it might not be 
the absolute priority to go down that path. Like I know, for example, when you first started, it was on Word documents, the quotes, just because that fitted your need at the particular time. That's all I knew. Now, on the working smarter, uh, smarter, not harder task is the one that really resonates with me and I still laugh about it all is bookkeepers. I think they are God's gift to the tradie because why are you doing your books? Like, you know, you're flat out running a business, let alone like this zero behemoth that's crazy. So I remember- The insatiable I, zero monster. I, I did it for a little bit uh, to begin with and then I was just like, and I'm like, I'm so good at this. I'm spending eight hours a week doing my books. We're making heaps of money. And it's like, why don't I have the tools for eight hours making better money? And I remember uh, when I engaged our, our first bookkeeper, um, they were like, yeah, I'm done. It was like, in an hour, they invoiced me for like two hours for the month of each You're week. like, no, 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 this is a 10 hour job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of that. Yeah. And you are cheap because yeah. I'm $150 an hour. Yeah. Um, so that's one probably I think is a really good one to look at. And also too, I think with a lot of tradies, I think this has changed a lot. The perception of it is um, the tradesman or tradies uh, partner is like, they're the, they're the bookkeeper oh, or that sort I'm of stuff. so glad. I Perfect way to destroy any type of relationship. Well, no, like, yes, for me and you. <laughs> but no. So I, um, I think that's the. So first and foremost, reconciling. You see people reconciling, and I know it's like it might take sixty to ninety minutes a week. But what's the opportunity? Like, if you took that sixty to ninety minutes and actually did something you were good at, just some quotes. Did some got some got quotes out, or got some, and, and if you actually, let's say you went back on the tools and got a hundred. 20, 150 bucks an hour, whatever, and you paid someone for it, it's like you're making money by releasing yeah. through you, right? So, but the partner thing is, generally speaking, the path of least resistance is normal. Your partner sees you struggling and they throw you a life raft of, I can help out. And I know my story, Elodie, yeah, Elodie. They have two people have, have no Let me just doing. begin the conversation. <laughs> I've, we've been together 20 years. So, um, I know I only look 25. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if you're watching, um, send me a nice message. Uh, <laughs> um, but let me preface by saying that it's not, yeah, it's not for everyone. And, and we were just like, I got to a point where I'm like, this doesn't work. It's, it's some, for some people it works excellently because your partner's as involved in you. And I would reference it to if you've got an administration but like partner that thinks logically and rationally and practically. It's not, that's not everyone. Some people think super creatively. Like I can take Elodie a conversation. I remember we lost money on this one job, like a lot of money because, and it went to court. I remember telling Elle like, oh, hey, we've got this job coming up, bang, bang, bang. And she goes, doesn't it feel right? So if I, I can take her situations and her discernment is- the gut is like nothing you've ever seen. I could take a, an administration task that takes an hour and in three months time it would still be there. <laughs> so it's like referencing your partner's strong points. Does it work for some people? We like Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and I know you had uh, Raquel on board yeah. until obviously three boys, three yeah. kids. Yeah, um, yeah so um, it was sort of out of necessity uh, because it was A, we'll probably least line of resistance too, but also get a little bit involved. Um, and then in short, in the end, it was the best decision um, for us as a family and, a, and, a, and as a, and a husband and wife um, to no longer do that and focus on other things in our lives. And um, honestly, it was the best decision I've ever made um, because it, you stop becoming, um, 
husband and wife work like partners um, and you go back to being husband and wife in, in the real life and you have real conversations. And, Just sit it down for a casual 8 p.m. performance review. <laughs> <laughs> Some post-dinner. Uh, you're constantly always talking at work, about work, so it's not healthy. Yeah. But um, I, I think with our, say with our members, probably 50% of the members' partners are on board. Mm -hmm. And the questions I always ask are, is it working? And if it is, fantastic. And then what are your boundaries? Yeah. In terms of, it's cool if it's working, but there's got to be a certain point where you stop talking about what Jimmy did today or how unproductive Susie is out there on the tools and you start uh, actually talking about hopes for the future and, and just be just be husband and wife again or, or, or husband and husband or wife and wife, yeah, whatever way you're inclined, we love, we love you. Yeah, um, so, so I think that's really important um, just to go, if it's working, fantastic. Like one of my best mates, his partner or wife does everything and like that's just a dream situation and she's fantastic and his business would not have got to a point without her someone she's just as important as his skill set i would say yeah. more important more, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah like 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 the spreadsheets the the billable hours of measuring the monitoring someone who cares as much as him the late like everything's taken care of he's pretty much just got to go out there and do the work and i think if it's working fantastic but ask yourself that question and if it's okay is that utopia uh, I don't think so. I want some separation, like, but in, you know, personally, it's not for everyone. But if it is for you, that's great. And I think that's a big take some pressure off you. And I think most people, when they have their first baby, think, "Oh, sweet, I'll just slot in between baby between snapping, breastfeeding every two hours, or feeding every two hours, yeah. or however you feed your kid doesn't really matter. But they feed every two hours, then they sleep for two hours, maybe, maybe, yeah, and then." They do a shit every two hours, and then they repeat that cycle. We, we went to um, Fiji with Phoenix when he was six months, and let me preface this by saying Phoenix doesn't, didn't, and doesn't sleep very well. <laughs> so it's like if you were trying to, if El was trying to hold down a job in in that point of him not sleeping, impossible. Like everyone's like, just put the baby down, just take him for a drive, or like nothing works. Like he's nothing. Like, he's like, I want to be awake <laughs> yeah. forever. He's like, nah. <laughs> uh, he was just the then he's a he just thinks about a lot of stuff. He's such a beautiful child. But um didn't like work it. for you guys. Didn't work for us. But I remember coming back from Fiji and he was I was he was I was holding him and you know trying to make him sleep, not sleeping. And then I look at my, I had this white shirt on and it looked like butter chicken. It's just this, like, I had no change of clothes, just got absolutely pooed on on this four or five hour plane trip and um, couldn't do anything about it. Just sat there. That's, with, that's life. At the, that's, that's life. That's baby that's life. Being a dad. Poo on ya. And, um, and I think, anyway, referencing that, you got to work smarter, not harder. So, in other words, if you're putting in 40 to 60 to 80 hours a week on the tools, can we get that? Can we get someone else on board? So, is your head three to six months in advance, in advance yeah. and and that's working smart what can you release like if you look at ways to make money as a tradie or as a sparky you're pretty much talking about um labor materials subcontracting plant equipment so it's like the more you have the more you can make uh, but your foundations have to be correct so it's like if you're struggling out there to do work most people just push really hard and don't know if they're making money that's not great because you know you're probably not taking the time and energy and effort to put in to check the jobs are they working what worked why it worked or worse still you can be quoting correctly and mishandling the job so i just think you need to 
you need to, your head needs to be in that find work, keep work, find stuff, keep stuff, large quotes. And that's the goal, I think. And then when the time comes, an operations manager can replace you in that zone. So work really, work really smart. Um, I think if I'm to wrap it up, I would ask, you, ask yourself the question wherever you are, what am I currently doing that someone else could be doing? That might be site work, it might be reconciling, yeah. uh, whatever, it might be, it doesn't matter. Just ask yourself the question, what am I currently doing that someone else could be doing? And then you ask yourself the question, is it worth it? Chances are, you know, yes. And then we go on that journey to, to let go. So as business owners, we're control freaks, and that's not always the, the best thing to be, control freaks. So what's your final wrap-up thoughts, opinion? I, I sort of, if I relate it back to my experiences, I think the simplest things that I identified from the beginning where I could get some improvements in was the bookkeeping side of things. That helped me exponentially. And then the second thing... Exponentially? <laughs> Let, let's skip that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it helped me immensely. It helped me a lot. <laughs> it really, really helped me. Let's go from 23 me. letters to four. Yeah. So uh, that and then the other one is doing the work. So getting a tradie on board, it immediately increases your capacity, which gives you the administration time that I needed. So by doing a bookkeeper first... Um, and then by getting the tradie on board, it relieved me of the those like doing the work duties and doing something that I wasn't very good at anyway, which gave me more time, which allowed me to get more quotes out, which allowed me to get more work. So I think uh, for me to, to wrap it up is identify um, the areas that you can get the assistance in to then boost. Yeah, so you put the sweat to start in, now put the smart to continue. Happy smarting. <laughs>